0: To Outkick the Show, Tuesday edition. I hope you guys are having fantastic days wherever you may be across this great nation or this great land. Let me just say right off the top, your life is not complete without your own anti-Corona Bro t-shirt. We are selling these things like hotcakes, hundreds gone already. Run us into the thousands Start rocking your own anti-Corona Bro t-shirt as you go to the gym, as you go to the restaurant, as you walk your kids to school, as you hop on an airplane, as you do your life. Come down against the Corona Bro lifestyle. I love all of you. We got a lot to get to. Uh, Corona Bros getting their ass kicked left and right everywhere. We got a lot to run into. I want to say off the top, by the way, I didn't realize how big the YouTube was. Turns out, YouTube's really big. So I want to give a shout out to everyone watching this on YouTube. My kids have been telling me forever, hey Clay, hey Dad, they don't call me Clay, they said, hey Dad, you got to be more on YouTube, you got to get in the comments, you got to thank people, you got to tell them to subscribe on YouTube. We are putting up millions of video views every day and I'm starting to hear from people that are totally like in different parts of the world. I got a bunch of dudes emailing me from Australia the other day saying they found me on YouTube and they love OutKick and they love everything that we represent. And so thank you. Like I had no idea how big this YouTube was. Good thing I have kids because they're running around telling me I should be all about it. So we're rapidly advancing on 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. We're going to be doing tens of millions of video views uh, every month in the near future on YouTube. So I appreciate all of you. The advantage of being an old man is if you have kids, they keep you young. I got a 12-year-old, I got a 9-year-old, and I got a 5-year-old. And by the way, come Monday, all three of them are going to be in school. No running and hiding at all here. So I gotta tell you everything moving in a very, very positive direction so far as I can tell in that respect. All right, we got a lot to dive into. Uh, Let me give you the latest on uh, the coronavirus. Makes everybody nervous. The numbers are collapsing all over the south. Yesterday we had the fewest new daily cases since June. Only 5.8% of all the people that are being tested were positive. I really believe that if you look at the data what we are seeing is the numbers in the south are very similar to what happened in the northeast except we have a fraction of the death rate because our governors weren't idiots down here. They didn't make the decision to send sick people back into nursing homes like Andrew Cuomo and that Governor Murphy idiot uh, in New York and New Jersey and as a result we ended up with a fraction of the death rate in the South and a fraction of the worst death rate in the world that New York and New Jersey put forward. Now yesterday, Andrew Cuomo was bragging and he's writing a book now about how good he did handling the coronavirus which is amazing because literally he is the worst leader who made the worst decisions in the 21st century and because the media is all-powerful they have convinced people that somehow Andrew Cuomo did a great job. I encourage you to go listen to the podcast I did with Alex Berenson. It'll be one of the smartest things you have heard on the coronavirus so far. Dive into it. You will love it. You will absolutely learn a ton. Go check out that podcast and anybody out there who is saying that Andrew Cuomo did a good job they need to be slapped across the face with the cold hand of reality. But that is the latest there. The Big Ten. You know how the Big Ten just kind of has swung from one ridiculous reason to another in terms of what they believe. This myocarditis that they tried to blow up into a big story through ESPN Corona Bros and through SI Corona Bros and through everybody out there your Yahoo Sports Corona Bros everybody in the mainstream media the Corona Bro community athletic Corona Bros all of them like bought in they're like oh my god myocarditis it's so scary. The study that was cited by the Big Ten and the Pac-12 is all wrong. It's flawed on an epic level and you need to go read it. You can go check my Twitter feed. I'm not claiming to be an expert in heart analysis or heart disease but all the Corona Bros got it wrong the Big Ten got it wrong and the Pac-12 got it wrong. Now this is a challenge and this is a big issue going forward. Ohio The state of Ohio just announced that high school kids are going to be able to play football this fall in the football-mad state of Ohio. This means high school football is allowed. It also means pro football is allowed if you want to count the Browns and the Bengals as pro football teams. all right. So they're going to have the NFL, they're going to have high school football, and the Cincinnati Bearcats are playing. But Ohio State is not allowed to play. And I never would have believed that I would say this but I feel awful for Ohio State Buckeye fans players and coaches. You guys have gotten screwed by the process here. If it's safe enough in Ohio for the NFL to play and if it's safe enough in Ohio for the high school teams to play and if it's safe enough in Ohio for the Cincinnati Bearcats to play How in the world is it not safe enough for the Ohio State Buckeyes to play? This is a fundamental failure of Kevin Warren, the Big Ten Commissioner, and all of the school presidents over their decision to not allow it to happen. This is complete and unmitigated disaster for the Big Ten. And I can't believe I'm saying it but I feel bad for Ohio State Buckeye fans. You guys should be playing you should be competing for the national title this year. Instead, they're going to have to put all these presidents as well as Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren into witness protection program if the ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12 are actually able to play. And I think they are going to be able to play. Uh, the SEC came out with their full schedule yesterday evening. It is an exciting cornucopia of Southern football excess. I can't wait for this to officially be underway. In the SEC starting on September 26th I believe running all the way to December 5th or 6th it's going to be 11 weeks of outstanding football. Maybe 12 weeks uh, factored in there. Maybe it's 12 weeks leading up to the SEC championship game. The Big 10 and the Pac-12 are not going to be in the college football playoff which means my University of Tennessee Volunteers might actually be able to get into the top 25 because there's only 39 major conference teams that are going to be competing. 15 in the ACC if you count Notre Dame. 14 in the SEC. 10 in the Big 12. That means there are going to be four wide open sports, sp- spots for the college football playoff. I can't wait to see what's going to be able to happen this fall and, uh, and I am just sorry to the Big Ten fans that you guys have been screwed. Couple of other things there. Sean Wade's dad, big time cornerback for Ohio State. He's so angry that he tweeted out that he was boarding a flight in Orlando to fly all the way to Chicago so he could confront Big Ten offices face-to-face and make them explain to him why they are shutting down. The Big Ten didn't even have an official vote of presidents. I wonder on some level whether there shouldn't be lawsuits filed. Let me just toss this out there. If I'm Nebraska, if I'm Penn State, if I am Ohio State, if I am Michigan, if I am Iowa, I don't understand why you wouldn't file lawsuits in your state alleging that it hasn't been correctly decided whether or not you're able to play college football this fall and that all of the players are losing substantial uh, opportunities and assets in order to play those games. Not to mention all of the money that is going to be lost because of the decision not to play. Were all the protocols followed? I don't understand how you can cancel the fall college football season without an official vote. It doesn't make sense to me legally that it would be possible for the Big Ten to cancel the entire college football season without an official vote. So if I, am in those, uh, if I am at those universities if I'm at Nebraska if I'm at Iowa if I'm at Penn State if I'm at Ohio State if I'm at Michigan I am thinking about filing a lawsuit demanding that the Big Ten reinstate the fall football season and seeking an order banning whether or not the Big Ten has the authority to keep those schools from playing given the fact that they already released the schedule What would happen if Ohio State just thumbed their nose if all these other schools did too and showed up to play? How is the Big Ten going to stop these schools from being able to play? Are they going to take them to court? I I would be tempted if I'm Ryan Day, if I'm Jim Harbaugh, if I'm James Franklin, if I am uh, uh, Scott Frost, all these guys, Kirk Ferentz, all these guys out there that have come public and said we want to play I would be very tempted to use the court system in order to try to make something happen here. Here's something else. Here's something else that I think is significant. Unfortunately, football has become political. Football has become political in this country and I can't believe what's actually going on here. All right, If you live in a state with a Republican governor, you are going to be able to play high school football this fall. Let me repeat that. 25 out of 26 states with, high, with with governors who are Republicans you are able to play high school football this fall. 25 out of 26. The only Republican governor who has stopped high school football from being played is the governor of Maryland, okay? That's it. Maryland used to say crab cakes and football It's what Maryland does. Now all Maryland does is crab cakes because they certainly don't have football. If you live in a state that has a Democratic governor, 15 out of 22 of those states are not playing high school football. Two states still have to decide, New York and New Jersey. This is an example of how political sports have become. If you are fortunate enough to have a Republican governor then you are playing high school football. If you are unfortunate enough to have a Democratic governor then you are not likely to be playing high school football. This is one of the most unbelievable things I've ever seen. All you have to do is look at the political affiliation of the governor to find out whether kids in high school can play football. That should be everything that's wrong with America. And by the way people claim that they care about science Science says all the kids should be back in school like my kids are back in school. Science says it's important instead of sitting in front of a computer that all these young kids need to be back in school but that is upsetting too many people. Last night, amazing time in sports. There's so much sports going on in every single direction right now. I've told you this before, my nine-year-old has become a Braves fan. I have now adopted the Atlanta Braves. All right, I am now a card-carrying member of the Atlanta Braves. I'm going to be doing the tomahawk chop. I'm going to be talking about Freddie Freeman all the time. I'm going, to be, uh, I'm going to be adopting this franchise going forward. So last night, we are watching the Braves and the Nats game because my nine-year-old wants to watch every night. Phenomenal ending. Dansby Swanson, who won a national championship at Vanderbilt, shortstop. Two outs, bottom of the ninth. Braves down two. He goes yard, straight away center field. This is after an earlier home run. Two two two-run homers, four runs, bottom of the ninth. Braves with a walk-off. It was phenomenal. Chop on. I now have to get fans back in the seats because I'm actually excited to take my nine-year-old to go watch the Braves play if we can start to get fans back in the seats down in Atlanta. Let's make it happen, Braves, because I want to take my nine-year-old to go watch some games this year. And then almost crazily enough, we're halfway through the Major League Baseball season now. In basketball, I also watch basketball. I understand some of you hate the NBA because they've gone way too political. Interesting story up at The Athletic from Ethan Strauss who did a good job on this story pointed out that NBA ratings in the last eight years, basically during the time that social media has been rising, NBA ratings have dropped by 45% while every other league has stayed relatively flat or grown. Won't hear that anywhere because the NBA media cheerleads all the time and the NBA ratings continue to plummet over the embrace of woke politics. It ain't Magic's NBA anymore. It ain't Jordan's NBA anymore. It ain't Larry Bird's NBA anymore. It's get woke, go broke organization. Having said that, I enjoy watching basketball. And my job is to talk about sports. So I watched last night's game. Kristaps Porzingis got completely screwed getting tossed out of that game. Most of the time during the NBA what I do is watch the final quarter because almost every NBA game somebody's going to be up 10 and somebody's going to be down 10. So all you really need to do is watch the final few minutes to figure out who's going to win. Final quarter is really all you need to watch especially early in the playoffs. And so Chris Stapp's Porzingis was screwed. Awful job. I did think Luca was interesting. 42 points. Highest ever point total for a first uh, year player in the uh, postseason. 57, by the way, for Donovan Mitchell for the Jazz in a losing cause. But I don't think the Mavs have any chance. They are now 0-5 straight up in their last five against uh, the uh, LA Clippers. And they're 0-5 against the number... Even with Chris Tapps, I'm not sure how it would have turned out but that was a poor decision. Uh, this is ridiculous. This is utterly ridiculous. I told you it was going to happen. Now that the cases are diminishing in a hurry, now that the death rate is falling in a hurry, all of a sudden the Corona Bros are now obsessed with the infection rates on college campuses. This is the newest battleground. I told you this was going to happen. College kids were going to get back on campus. College kids are under more danger from the seasonal flu. They're more likely to die in a traffic accident. They are more likely to die of alcohol poisoning. They are more likely to die of an OD. They are more likely to die and be murdered. They are more likely to, uh, to uh, commit suicide. All of those are more likely ways for college kids to die yet the coronavirus has so driven everyone insane that now college kids who are mostly asymptomatic or are experiencing the coronavirus as a mild cold in most cases now the cases are going up at Notre Dame and they're going up at UNC and all these different schools are going to have coronavirus cases. It's inevitable. When you put people in close contact together It's going to happen but they're going to be fine. We don't shut down college campuses or in-person instruction over the seasonal flu which is more likely to kill people. So, if you want to combat the Corona Bros you need to start rocking the OutKick anti-Corona Bro t-shirt and you need to go sign up for the OutKick VIP right now as many of you are going to do. By the way, early tease My boy Jason Whitlock is going to be on with Tucker Carlson tonight. Should be a really interesting conversation. I haven't seen his studio yet but we built him out a brand new home outkick studio. He's going to go live I believe from that studio tonight with Tucker Carlson. Then he's going to go live tomorrow on Facebook. Go follow at WhitlockJason on Twitter and his podcast is going to start soon and it is going to blow up the podcast universe in the world of sports. I can't wait until we are actually underway. And good news out there for all of you gamblers. Many of you listen or watch in the state of Tennessee. The state of Tennessee today said there are four completed applications for sports gambling licenses and that gambling in the state will officially begin at the latest by November 1st. So only a couple of more months until you are legally able to wager online to your heart's content all over the state of Tennessee from your phone, from your iPad, from your internet connected device. These are going to be phenomenal. It's going to be big for OutKick. Lots of positive news coming in the world of sports gambling and I can't wait till my home state is officially able to have everybody out there able to gamble. Alright, unwritten rules in baseball make no sense. Fernando Tatis Jr. was facing a 3-0 count. The bases were loaded and he hit a grand slam and people are mad at him. Let me just say this straightforward: If you hit a grand slam for any reason there is no comprehensible reason why anybody could actually be mad at you. So I don't blame anybody, these stupid unwritten rules in baseball. If I got a 3-0 and oh count because your pitcher couldn't throw a strike and the bases are loaded and he grooves me one, I am going to sit it as far as I possibly can too. That's the purpose of the game, okay? So if you don't want me to hit a home run with the bases loaded, How about don't throw three straight balls to me. I am not in favor of anybody who's upset about this. You go yard with everybody on the base, more power to you. That's your failure that created the 3-0 situation. I'm not going to apologize if I am him over that scenario. And I think it's stupid that anybody apologized over it. Final, everybody, everybody in college football had their application to be cleared to play granted all over the country except for my boy Cade Mays who is leaving Georgia to go to the University of Tennessee. I don't know why the NCAA hates Tennessee but we have got to hashtag free Cade Mays. He needs to be lining up alongside a Trey Smith come September 26th. He needs to be able to play. This is lunacy by the NCAA in the middle of the coronavirus to be shutting down anybody who wants to be able to play anywhere. This is, it's crazy to me. Every other player in the whole country is eligible. Georgia's got people transferring in left and right. They all get eligible. And somehow Cade Mays can't get eligible. I don't understand it. The NCAA blew it. They need to rectify this wrong. Cade Mays needs to be playing sooner rather than later. All right. I appreciate all of you. My name is Clay Travis. I will be live on Lock It In uh, in about 30 minutes. I appreciate all of you. Uh, I am excited to hang out with you on television for a half hour. Excited to hang out with you on the radio. We had WWE Champion Drew McIntyre on the show this morning. That was fantastic along with Petros Papadakis. Go download it. Go listen to that Alex Berenson podcast. You will absolutely love it. My name is Clay Travis. DBAP unless you need to SBAP. Kisses. I will see you guys on television in a bit and I will see you on the radio come tomorrow morning. Go Braves. Keep knocking it out of the park, Dansby. Nats going down tonight. See y'all. Bye. Love you. Thank you, Facebook. I'll see you guys.